I V M. Hello and welcome to Football Portal. My name is Saru, and let me state off the bat that I have not seen any football in the last one week, but still. I'm trying to do this podcast with my two dear friends who probably have seen some games. Yash, what's up? Hey man. And Baru. Yo. All right. Since I know Baru, you've seen India lose all their matches <laughs> till date. Oh, just one. What happened to so they Oman? Had two friendlies. One was against Oman and one was against UAE. We drew yeah. that. Oh, we drew the Oman that, games. That was a one-one. Yeah, because we had Amrinder Singh. In goal against UAE, we had Gurpreet Singh Sandhu who got six goals in. Dude, that is such a like that is such WhatsApp level analysis. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> no, like, but it is what it is, man. <laughs> really? Oh god! Yes. Did you watch any games? No, I watched. I watched highlights of the qualifiers, World Cup qualifiers. That's about it. Okay, so a few things I was trying to read before the podcast. Yeah. What? Why is all these rich countries suddenly protesting against human rights in Qatar? Like, what happened to them? <laughs> Any idea why they're doing this bullshit? I don't yeah. know. Maybe the C- CIA asked him to turn the screws or something. Like that's what happened. I think it's because uh, it's too late for them to postpone the World Cup. So <laughs> now it it's just going to be lip service to all the Greta Thunbergs of the world. Yeah, I mean, the, that's, the po- doing something. that's the point, no? Like, if you're so against human rights of Qatar, just don't come there. <laughs> don't play. Why yeah. Why not just boycotting the World Cup? That's the only way, like, India gets to play in such competitions, right? When half of the lineup backs out due to some reason or the other. I think it happened in the Olympics at some point when half of them backed out because Russia was hosting and the whole Cold War was going on. But dude, Copa America, India playing Copa America would be crazy, man. It's just, it'll be nuts. Yeah, you know, I really want to see Sunday's thing in going studs up on Neymar or something, man. Yeah. Oh, dude. I just so want to see Indian Twitter start hating on Ecuador. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll find something against them. Chucky, oh, they probably find a Congress connection over there, you know, the Ecuadorian Congress, and they'll be like, hey, look, yes, Italian mafia or something. Didn't Rahul Gandhi have a Colombian girlfriend? Not anymore. Oh, <laughs> by girlfriend, do you? I mean, was she white? No, dude. He had <coughs> a genuine Colombian girlfriend, right? Gotcha. Yeah. And then Ahmed Patel told him, "If you marry her, you won't get votes. We need your votes." On, man. <laughs> and he must have been like, "Abe chukkari, mere mama ki ladki hai, be bhai ne." Hamare yahan chalta hai sab kuch. Anyway, so so yeah. Speak of India, like I think uh, it since they were friendlies. Stimark wasn't like really Stimach wasn't really that interested in putting his best foot forward. So mm-hmm. he actually gave around I think eight or ten people debuts in the match against Oman. Mm. You know, most of these guys who performed well in the ISL, half of them are kids and all, he gave them debuts in that match. Six of them started, I think, and four or three came on as substitutes later on. And in the second game, again, he got like, he got Roland out, he got Bipin out, he got Amrinder, Amrinder wasn't even on the bench. So he's just like, trying out all of these players, it was know, some sort of a trial or something for him. But uh, UAE obviously weren't kidding around there, like, <laughs> scored six goals past us. But another thing that happened in the last week was actually the end of the, the orphan 
National League of the country, <laughs> the I League, which I found out on the last day was uh, that it it was a three-way battle once again. Uh, I think this has become an I League thing now, man. I think even last year or two years back, we had uh, Izol, we had uh, Neroka, all of them fighting it out on the last day along with uh, Minerva. I think that is what it was. But similarly, it was Churchill Brothers, the I League top at you know after quite a while. They were like easily six or eight points ahead. When just one game in the playoffs, and that's when Gokulam actually on a winning streak, they just took it away from them. And Gokulam, I think, officially become the most successful team in the past four years or something since they were established. They won the IFA Shield. They won uh, the I League now. The I League to one of the first teams to represent Kerala in like AFC and whatnot. What are you saying? Man, you know something? You know how many people watch the I-League? Like six people. Oh, they also have the the women's championship. The Gokulam nice. lady women's team is the, the women's champions last year, I think. Really? Yeah. Last why year, last, you, last year. Why do you know so much about all this? Because end of the season, I just keep track. You know, once uh, there's like this waiting period once you're done with the ISL. I see. So, yeah. you're just like getting your doors of Indian football, I guess. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Yes, keeps track of <laughs> the England under twenty one squad. <laughs> yes, is, which tournament are they faltering in right now? Does Harry Kane still under twenty ones? Euro under twenty one. He's not the shy, the freebie of England, dude. Who? Harry Kane. Oh God. So why are they losing? Yes, all your favorite stars. <laughs> no, they are. They are. They're not there, right? So. So, 21 is such a weird age group because all the uh, good players have already made it to the men's team and uh, the <laughs> managers are low to let the, their uh, key assets go. I mean, the club managers are low to lead, let their key assets go to play the stupid tournaments. So, there were like two Sessignons playing and I think the squad was terrible. Foden obviously is in the main team. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if England choose to, I think they have a fantastic under-21 squad, especially... Since this is a fraud under 21 where you can field 23-year-olds, where overage is clearly allowed for some odd reason. Why? Who is this 23-year-old? No, no, they have some weird law. Like everyone born before a certain year, hmm. when the qualifiers begin, you're allowed to play. So by the time the tournament happens, yeah, a person can legit turn 23. Oh, oh. It's some weird rule. But anyway, I mean, it's, it's pointless. I, mean, I, I don't okay. know why they have this tournament at all. All right. Uh, one more thing in notice is Cristiano Ronaldo and Portugal uh, oh, showing a lot of petulance <laughs> and, <laughs> and walking away. They walked walked off the pitch, right? No, no. Only only Ronaldo walked off the pitch. They had to. The other ten had to stay on the pitch to make sure it, the game ends in a draw. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a game, Baru. I don't even know who Portugal was playing, but oh, it was Serbia. Oh yeah, Serbia. And I think towards the end of the game, Bernardo Silva scored a goal or he thought no, he scored it, a goal. It was, Ari, I'll tell you now, I, I saw the highlights. It, it was a pretty good game. Diego Jota scored two goals and then yeah. our friend Mitro scored two to bring Serbia back in. Huh. And at the last minute of the game, someone kicks the ball from… Bernardo Silva scores, no? Was it Bernardo who scored? Yeah, maybe. One of the EPL players basically. Hmm. That's not important because the dramatic part is at the end where someone… Crosses the ball and Ronaldo full, like a, I mean, he done, he's done this so many times for Portugal. He comes in and neatly finishes it past the goalkeeper. The defender comes running in and clears the ball. Now, obviously, for the first, from the first wing, you're not sure what has happened. But all the, the Portugal players are going crazy. Ronaldo is running to the line soon, asking if he's blind. <laughs> and uh, 
like spreading his arms across like he's Christ the Redeemer and claiming it was that far inside the goal. <laughs> All of that happens, and eventually we do find out that uh, it it was a clear goal, but well, failure of technology, failure of yeah. So why didn't why didn't goal line technology work or FIFA doesn't have the money? Like what is it? Probably not, man. I mean, I don't know where the game was being held. It's a qualifier. FIFA just keeps approving it, but they don't have the money for it. Yeah, I mean, last season. I mean, for, this is a qualifier. Remember last season where it failed in the Premier League. Yeah. Oh God. So if this, I'm, I'm, I don't know whether whether it was Portugal or Serbia, but I'm sure Serbia can do much worse than. Hey, even that match was against the Wolves, over. <laughs> no, it was. Sun, uh, I think it was Sheffield ah. versus Aston Villa. If I'm not wrong. Oh shit! Portugal was gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Baru, here's the trend. It seems good. Ronaldo walks off when his team is wronged by, but when he scores offset goals, it's like important Champions League games. He celebrates a lot. <laughs> so, but did he did he continue managing the team when he walked off? Yeah, he was telling them like, please stay on the pitch. I don't want to lose <laughs> this one point. Also, <laughs> imagine me not playing World Cup. But they have to walk off. Not the Portuguese team walked off. Yeah. Oh, f- that would have been so embarrassing. No, the Portuguese team walks off. Ronaldo's like In support of their captain, and he's like, no, <laughs> limelight hoggers. <laughs> <laughs> FC. Yeah. All right. Oh, dudes. And okay, so since we are out of water, we are seeing. Let's talk about a few Premier League teams and how we think they've fared during the three-fourth of the season, right? Yeah. So let's start with the obvious ones. Yes, yeah. Manchester United. How have they fared? I think it's been an improved season from last season, and especially given how the start of the season, United lost quite a few games, but. Uh, Uh, they came back well by January. They were top, and now they are distant second again. What has clearly come through is that Solskjaer cannot manage multiple tournaments. Because <laughs> yeah, at at uh, we saw that uh, in December and Jan when there were no knockout tournaments around, he won most of the Premier League games. So the Champions League group stage games and uh, the knockout games of the League Cup and the FA Cup are a bit big distraction. Whether it's down to the squad or just his management, this is this is a major uh, roadblock for him. Is the failure of qualifying in Champions League after like being in pole position, qualifying right. for the next round, is that like the worst thing that could have happened to him? No, I mean as the results clearly show, once the group stage is over, United really bounced back and did very well in the league. No, that's not the point. No, they should right. have crossed. They should have won that group, Champions League group. How did they manage to lose that group? So, Leipzig and PSG are decent teams. I mean, they won the first two games. That's fine. But I mean, it's okay. I mean, taking a long term view, it's not like United are going to win the Champions League this season. It would have been nice to reach the later stages, but at least now United are in a winnable tournament when it comes to the Europa League. Oh, uh, he's being given a contract extension, according to all right. reports. Do do you think that's a good idea? No, I mean they rushed it the first time. They rushed it again. They could have waited till the end of the season because this <laughs> season can end in a disaster. Clearly. Oh man! So if you had to give United season ranking on like marks on one on ten, how much would you give? Six. Six. Dude, there's a team which is providing so much more entertainment. And that's Arsenal. Baru, Arteta won two champion, two trophies last year. This year is still on zero. Like, is the revolution done? No, no. Uh, I think there is a 
a special trophy for coming second after Christmas, which he'll be winning. <laughs> he's, he's killing it on the post-Christmas battle. So he's and he's second on the table like, post-Christmas. Yeah, just like no one gives uh, a damn about the football league before the Premier League started. The same way we should stop giving a damn about what happened in the league before Christmas. Wait, that's actually news to me. Are Arsenal playing that well that they're second in the league post-Christmas? Like, it's Manchester City and then Arsenal. They are third in the league. West Ham is second. <laughs> so, it's not even second. What are you making up this trophy? <laughs> we are one point behind them. But we catch up. You know how it works towards the end. With Mohamed El Neni coming into form. <laughs> oh, he actually scored another screamer yesterday or something. Huh? Oh, wow. El Neni. El Neni. El Neni. I mean, all four goals for Egypt are scored by Mohamed. <laughs> but uh, the best one got the screamer. So, at least it's not Mohamed El Ghazi. Did El Ghazi score any? I don't know. I think he did. Even Salah scored. <laughs> so I don't what? know, man. There were a lot of Mohamed scoring. So, I don't know what's <laughs> happening over there. Uh, our dear friend Kumar Kanav is permanently depressed with Arsenal. Right? Is it all doom and gloom there? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, man. Do you even watch Arsenal games? Following, I don't think he's following Arsenal's trajectory after Christmas. So oh. That's why he's not in the festive spirit. Oh man, talking of Arsenal, I have to mention Yash yeah. Claude from AFTV. Yeah, RIP. Oh, dude, that was so sad. Claude was such a fun guy. Yeah, I mean, um, the way fan channels began was him arguing with Ty. So this is like an <laughs> end of an era of sorts, I guess, for Oh, fan yeah. content. Claude versus Ty was like, that is, I don't think any any fan cam would replicate the authenticity of Claude versus Ty. <laughs> like, they genuinely found a hater and a lover. Mm. <laughs> they said, now talk. <laughs> oh, so, Baru, if you have to give Arsenal a rating, ranking on 1 to 10 for the season till now, given their stupendous success in Europa League and all of that, what would it be? Like a 5. And that too, because of that post Christmas performance. Dude, <laughs> Yash gave Manchester United 6 and they are 2nd in the table. You're 10th. You're 10th. Then you gave the season 5. I was thinking 6 but this idiot he put a, made a benchmark <laughs> by giving United 6. So, I had to like step down. To 5. Okay. If I had to ask you to rank Nicolas Pepe alone for this season, what would that be? 2.7. <laughs> Dude, that is such a weighted average. Yeah. Now, it will average in I couldn't say 7.2. I mean, after a 90% depreciation on his value, but <laughs> 2.7 looks fine. Alright. Uh, let's talk about to, uh, about to Yash about a really cool team which is going to get relegated. Sheffield, you must oh. be so happy, Yash. Yeah, I, I'm happy only because of the failures of Rehan Brewster who was supposed <laughs> what, to... <laughs> what do you have against Brewster <laughs> that you want an entire team to be relegated? That no, is... I, I, See, the the best way to prove an English youngster is to go to the championship and prove himself. <laughs> you know, I mean, in the last World Cup, there was some static. Like, apart from Sterling and uh, Rashford, the entire squad had played in the championship, right? From Kane to uh, the rest of the gang. So, I think if, if Brewster is going to make it, he needs to go down to the championship and prove himself, not get uh, handed a, an easy path. <laughs> Oh, and now Rihan has that opportunity. Yeah, because everyone was waxing eloquent. I remember a couple of years back when Jamie Carragher was saying, what is this uh, Salah and Mane and all? Give Brewster a chance. 
Oh, oh man. So, <laughs> I, I, are we going to start watching some championship games if Ruhan Brewster plays there? Uh, we should anyway watch championship games. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, what do you make of... Did you see Rio Ferdinand's comment on Newcastle fans? Yeah, it, it seemed like a throwaway comment. No? So, it's, <laughs> it's entertainment at the end of the day. I, I hope more uh, commentators make such controversial statements. <laughs> telling of fans to keep... To stay in their lane and stuff and not expect much from the club. Yeah, so th- that was such an awesome comment. Stay in your lane. Otherwise, <laughs> just cough up 350 million yeah. and buy the club. Otherwise, yeah. just shut up. <laughs> wow, what is that about? So, they asked, like, they asked Rio Ferdinand about why Newcastle fans are, like, making such hue and cry. Like, you know, their club is About down Mike Ashley the, and all. About Mike Ashley, their club is down in the dump. So, Rio Ferdinand said, if Newcastle fans have such a problem with Mike Ashley, what are they just protesting? Just cough up 350 million and buy the damn club and then run it the way you want. Mm. How does this work in other aspects of life? Like, what if the farmers have a problem with Ambani? Oh man, alright, let's take a break and after the break, let's just go through some of the games on the weekend. Stay tuned to Football Total. Welcome back to Football Total. Yash and Baru here. So Yash, let's start with this. We were talking about teams and how well they're doing and all of that. Chelsea are playing West Brom. We know West Brom are like a gone case. But... Chelsea do a force, a two-day force now they are. (laughs) Now under under like Thomas Tuchel, we found out finally that it was the coach which was the problem, not the players. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Yeah, Mm. it just took like two games (laughs) to find out, oh, just play Jorginho and you can get everything sorted, right? (laughs) So like how Baru gives Arsenal post-December the greatest ranking. I would say Chelsea post-Tuchel appointment, I would yeah. rate them 9 on 10. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And Pre-Tuchel is like 2 on 10. So, weighted <laughs> average, let's just come to 6. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, they're playing West Brom. You think West Brom can pull off a miracle in this game on the weekend? I don't know, man. Chelsea have way too much quality and way too much going for them. Unfortunately, unlike Chelsea, West Brom haven't got the new manager bounce. And I think it's going to be boring Chelsea when, like, the one, the trend that we've seen so far. Dude. Uh, Baru, what other boring game are you looking forward to on the weekend? What's your boring team playing? Who's your boring team playing? Liverpool. <laughs> oh. 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 It's going to be an amazing mid table clash. <laughs> Seventh versus ninth. Wait, Arsenal are ninth. I thought they were 10th. No, bro. The only way is up. Did they pay money during the international <laughs> break to just <laughs> move up one space? What is this? World War II or something? I mean, we don't do that again. <laughs> Alright, talking about Arsenal and Liverpool. You know, people are like making mocking Liverpool for having a bad season and everything, Baru. And they are still 7th, right? <laughs> yeah, but post-Christmas... In the last five games, they've got only six points. Whereas Arsenal has got eight. <laughs> it's not even that impressive. <laughs> Arsenal has just two more points. Okay, how about this? Like in the past five games, Liverpool have lost three times, but Arsenal have lost only once. 
really that impressive yeah <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the curated stat comes through. <laughs> Dude, that is actually so impressive. Lost only one in five. <laughs> you know who else has lost only once in five? Who? Manchester City. Yeah. So, Arsenal equal to Manchester City. By <laughs> or do you know by that logic who is better than both of these teams? <laughs> who? Manchester United and Chelsea. United uh, haven't lost any in the last five. Yeah, Chelsea. All draws. United have had last since, fight. Since Christmas, United have only lost to Sheffield United. Yeah. <laughs> Sheffield have won only one game in the last fight. <laughs> wow, man. You're such a brilliant podcast, like focusing only on the past five games. <laughs> Actually, let's do that since you're looking at the stat. Yes. Now, if I take only the stats spoken just now, right? Uh, just this, le- this league is so close. Yeah, it's <laughs> an open league, dude. It's <laughs> like a group stage of the World Cup or something. No one's <laughs> losing the last five games. Uh, Baru, which, has, which team has lost the most in the last five? Sheffield and Southampton. Oh, such loser teams. <laughs> All right. Let coming back to Arsenal versus Liverpool. How worried should Arsenal fans be that Mohamed is now firing all cylinders? <laughs> Not yet, until Arsenal offer him a new contract. We are talking about the wrong Mohamed. We're talking no, I am talking about the right Mohamed. There is only one. <laughs> we're talking okay, about, let's just stick to football now. We are talking about <laughs> Prophet 2.0. <laughs> 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 so, like, why are, are you guys going to so, like you know? Salah against Arsenal? Uh, against Arsenal, usually unlocks gets unlocked. So, I think it's going to be a close battle of the Mohammeds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when the Mohammed that tracks should be the new name of this matchup. When the Mohammed tracks Mohammed, which Mohammed's going to win? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the oh. Arab one. <laughs> Alright, uh, Baru, what's your prediction for the game? Arsenal versus Liverpool. I'm going to think of that as your game of the week, sir. Yeah, I think it's going to be 2-1 to Arsenal. Because they've lost only one in the last five. <laughs> yeah, and our Mohamed is scoring better goals. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, yes, what's your game for the weekend? Dude, my game is going to be Manchester United versus Brighton. Because Brighton have so many shots on target that it will be... An interesting game. <laughs> but just to put things in perspective and burst your bubble, Brighton's having lower XG in the last 2-3 games and they've been winning, right? So they've given up the XG wars and they're actually focusing on getting points. So you may have a scenario <laughs> where Manchester United will have a better XG and still lose the game. No, that's not going to happen. Things are going to win, but it'll be a hair-raising victory. Things have moved ahead of XG now, man. I mean, I saw a table which was XP or something. X points. And oh. Manchester City have been winning since 2015 on that table. <laughs> Do you know oh. which team won in 2015? Manchester, oh, Leicester Chelsea? City. Arsenal. On XP. <laughs> Wait, wasn't so that, that the calendar year win or some shit? Oh, was it? I don't know, man. Uh, no, no. Abe, I think XP is you just do XG minus XG for minus XG against and see what you win, and then you tabulate that for thirty-eight games. So <laughs> net XG. Net XG. Yeah. <laughs> net XP. 
or is it vincent kempany or david silva i, I would say he's point. not simply because he's been injured so often no i mean goals are important for any club but he's he's really been like uh, uh, an important output an important uh, final a person who pro- provides the final product at the end of the day but not like the most crucial player if you have to rank him in like the greatest premier league strikers like would he come in the top 5 among the ones that i've seen yes 100% Good in among the ones you've been watching football for 20 years. Yeah, so I've, I've years not too. seen much of Shera, so I wouldn't put. I mean, I wouldn't include Shera there because I've not seen too much of him. 
So yes, I've excluded Premier League's greatest striker because he's not watched much of him, right? Mm-hmm. And then Aguero somehow magically comes into the top five strikers. <laughs> Do you agree with that assessment? No, I think even with Aguero, uh, he would still be in the top five. I guess. Who Who are your other four, if I may ask? <laughs> No. Okay, I'm asking. <laughs> Who are the other four? Probably Andre, Rooney, Harry Kane. <gasps> oh. Yeah, I think. I think Kane's the Yeah, so you're saying Shearer, Rooney, Andre, Harry Kane, and Aguero, right? Yeah. Dude, that's not a bad list. Yes, do you concur with that? Actually, that may be. I mean, I don't know if Rooney actually deserves his space there. But yeah, I would agree with every yeah, other name. Only. I, I think just uh, not for pure goal scoring, but Drogba would be a good shot. Come on. He can't be in top five of the best Premier League strikers in the era types. So, but wasn't he good? I mean, you're the Chelsea fan, you tell me. No, was he, he, was, he, he, he was good. But he dude, he was not banging 25 goals a season like all these guys do all the time. Yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm keeping that aspect out of it. No, like uh, from pure effectivity, quality, whatever. That way he would be. But when it comes to pure goal scoring, then yeah, XQ. 100% <laughs> Aguero is up there. Kane is already up there. XQ. Expected quality. XQ. This sounds like a this sounds like a uh, like a number which for me old talk. Oh, yes. For me, oh, dude, Jack Wilson break the charts in that case. In XQ. XQ. What about Alex Oxlade Chamberlain? Uh, but he's still around, no? I guess. No? Dude, even Jack Wilshere is around. <laughs> Marning, yeah, bro. he's still playing. No, who is he playing for? <laughs> no one knows. Let me find. No? Or some, or something. He used I to be. Wait, let me find out. <laughs> Jack. Oh yeah, he Bournemouth. Yeah, who plays as midfielder for Championship side AFC Bournemouth? Uh, you know what's the irony of that? He's going to lose that yeah, also. Yeah, what? West Ham released him something. Yeah, anyway, never mind. Yeah, like imagine at this point David Moyes releases him and says, "Jao, bhai, even you're of no use. I'll get, I'll get Jesse Lingard instead." <laughs> and well, man, is Jesse Lingard like? Can he be in the top five? Greatest strikers, no. Great. <laughs> or greatest or, or, or yes. Top one best dancer. Or yes, as yes, as yes puts it, he is not just a striker. He is a dancer. He has that quality. He has the swag. X X S B S ke pas. Expected swag. <laughs> Expected swag. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. I Alrighty. think we have just gone on for too long. Yes. Alrighty. Oh, I mean, I after all the bitching about not watching football, I think I am actually up for it. It was good that 10 days I didn't even watch anything. Mm-hmm. And it's good that Baru can continue not watching football for another <laughs> week. <laughs> How is it that you managed to do two podcasts plus host live sessions between fans of the clubs, everything without watching one minute of football, Baru? <laughs> Oh, that's how it is, man. And then you give updated tables at 5 p.m. Gokulam Kerala tops the league at 5-3. Oh, no, Churchill is coming on top. <laughs> <laughs> Already. Chalo, guys. Take care. Bye, Baru. Bye. Bye, yes. Bye-bye.